Another week with Foxy and the Lamb. Yes, it's into Yay. the unknown UK. Oh, Salami, what have you been up to this week? much really kind of busy with the podcast I, I don't know actually probably sums up that I well, love you just sit home doing nothing when you're not doing this like putting yeah. your feet up watching TV yeah staring out the window mainly lazy as ever really. <laughs> I did look at our family planner today and Fa- family planning family planner oh, on the wall in kids. the kitchen you know that says what events you've got that month and yeah. there's just one event on the 10th of November which was to flee and worm the cat <laughs> you need to get a life <laughs> I do really, don't I? We've had the plumbers in. It's not a euphemism. Is this a joke? No, no, no. The, the, the like, plumber's been in. My mate John. Yeah, the plumber. Yeah, he's, he's okay. doing the roof space. That's not very funny, is it? I think we'd better get on with it now. <laughs> we'd better add, yeah. Well, what else have we done? Oh, we saw Colin Manford last week. Went to play yes, in comedy. That was brilliant. In Northern, didn't they? Were good. Yeah. Brilliant. Northern, um, Northern and players. Northern players. Yeah, yeah, another another shout out. Actually, somebody who's listening to this in India won't know where Northern is. Really. South Manchester. South Manchester, England. Yeah, we've got we've got Northern nine England. listeners in India at the minute. Yay! That's exciting. Let's hope that's nine thousand by the end of the week. But yeah, so another shout out to At Playing Comedy with Colin Manford and Lorraine, who uh, were on our ghost hunt the other week. Uh, they're doing great. So uh, smash a like on them and us whenever yeah. you download it. Get down to playing comedy. Really? It's brilliant. Yeah. Enjoyed it. So, um, are you feeling stressed at the minute? Um. Maybe. Maybe. Where's this going? I, I think you need some, <laughs> some magic in your life. Yes, you. Yes, I do. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're not talking about Paul Daniels because we could probably get him. Like if we did the psychic reading, bring him back from the dead. Maybe. That's right. Or uh, Debbie. Or Debbie McGee. She's alive. <laughs> oh, she is, isn't she? Sorry. Yes, Paul. <laughs> right, but uh, no, we've actually got somebody who is a actress, author, and a white witch who will tell us all about this. I've known her for about 10 years. Gina's known, known her for about 10, 10 minutes. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but she's lovely. Yeah. Really lovely. And so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, members of the Associated Press, it's Samantha Giles. Yay! Hello, Sam. Sam. Can we press the clap button? The clap button? Oh, yeah. I won't do that. It'll probably break. <laughs> just go like that. Brilliant. I should have brought my little sound machine. I've got yes. all these that make all the noises. Have you? Do it all. Yeah. Do that next time. <laughs> Take that to interviews with you. Yeah, you should to praise yourself after you think Maybe you've Maybe we could do a tour good. with us talking about going and playing on a little, little machine. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's a brilliant idea. Yeah, That's the best a, idea you've ever had. It's got good fart noises. Has it? And it's got like, <laughs> <laughs> and people, you know, glasses uh, smashing and all that brilliant. kind of thing. Brilliant. Oh, I love it. Where I don't need a machine for the fart noise. I need that to carry around to play in my life. Yeah. yeah, when you're going to get the cat worms and all that sort of stuff. As just, I sit oh, well looking done. out the window, keep going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> So, Sam Giles, Sam Giles, um, obviously people out there know you as an actress on a certain t- TV soap, but you've done more than that soap as well. You've, you've been, uh, you've done Emmerdale, yeah. obviously, you've, you were in Early Oaks, you've done loads, you've been Where the Heart Is, wasn't it? Yeah, Where the Heart Is, yeah. Oh, God, a bit of everything, really. Yeah, episodes of this, that and the other, lots of theatre. Yeah, yeah, I hope to get back to all the, you know, the treading the boards again at some point. You know, yeah, a bit brilliant. of jobbing as well. And a writer. A bit of jobbing, yeah, and the writing, yeah, that's um, 
that's only been over the last few years, actually. I never thought I'd write anything. You know, wow. well, I used to write poetry when I was a teenager, but I don't know if that We counts. all did that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to sit down, though, isn't it? Because I write, and I, I'm, I'm doing this film of mine at the minute, and like, I'll just spend the day washing instead of something, knowing you've got to sit down <laughs> and focus on it. It yeah. is hard, and I'm a great one. I go to the fridge, and I get out a piece of ham, and then I go yeah. and make a cup of tea, and then I think, what can I eat It's strange because you're vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm da, terrible. These arms stick it on the wall. <laughs> Where's that sound box when you need it? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I know. Or, try, or, or chocolate. I have to write it down to calorie count because right. otherwise I would seriously stuff my face with biscuits all day, I think. That's all I've done in lockdown. I put, I put stone like a on. a good life to me. Well, I'm never in work at the minute on the, on the filming side, so I'm not going, I don't eat that much, but I'm never moving. I know, that's the thing, you isn't know. it? If you're not... I try, uh. I try and do a little bit of exercise every day. Try. Mm. I did go on the running machine this morning. Did you? Only for like 15, 20 oh, minutes. Yeah. Good. I can't run anymore because yeah. my knees knackered. Just yeah, a little bit each good. day is good though. Yeah. Very good. Anyway, how, how do all these connect? How does sort of the writing, the acting? Um, well, I suppose what it is, it's taking back, and, and uh, you'll know what I mean about this, Liam, it's taking back control when you write, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, when you're, when you're an actor, you really have very little control. You just say yes or no to a job, and you don't really, that, that's it, really. And obviously you help create the character, in, you know, you put your take on it, but the director will come along and give you notes, producers might whatever whereas when you're writing you really have that complete freedom to do you know write a character how you want to explore a storyline so it, it, it is quite exciting and obviously you write you know the, the thing the kids books I've written I've written myself parts in them as well yeah so you got it, yeah. yeah so I'm hoping that at some point they'll get made what was the inspiration for the book then so I had a dream for the, for the first book I had this dream about these four witch and wizard characters that lived in the house with us yeah so the book is based sort of the kids and the husband and wife sort of based on my family and then these characters that I dreamt about that were so vivid um and so I just started writing and it sort of I didn't really know where the book was going to go and then that sort of developed as I wrote it and now I've just had so that first one was Rosemary and the Witches of Pendle Hill. So I incorporated like the history of the Pendle Witches and everything in yep. it. Yeah. And then I've moved on to the second book, which has just been published. It's a trilogy, so there's going to be one more book next year, hopefully that, that gets published. So the the second one, Rosemary and the Book of the Dead, has just come out, um, and that sort of goes into Egyptology and yeah. you know, oh, the ancient wow. Egyptians. I read the first one, I need to read the second one because I read the first one before you'd had it published, I think. I think you did actually, yeah. It has Brilliant. Really I, I'd written a kid's book and, I, and after uh, reading Sam's, I thought I need to rewrite mine. <laughs> really? <laughs> Mine's a bit crap. It is, it's incredible though, the editing process, especially when you work with somebody else on it. This is what I knew I needed a good editor. And yeah. when you've got someone that's working with you on yeah. the edit, it's so helpful because they'll pick out things and say, mm, you know, that needs to be developed more or that really doesn't give you anything, that doesn't add anything to the story so you could get shot of that. And it's yeah. quite hard to get shot of. With this new book, I had this these whole loads of scenes in the soap opera part of it because the mum gets a job in a soap opera yeah. and I had <laughs> all this what I thought was very funny stuff with no the need to ask the... where you got the inspiration <laughs> from yeah. that bit I wonder but I had like the dinner, one of the canteen staff doing a moony if she ever heard the word butter you know <laughs> <laughs> 
want to read it just because of that. <laughs> yeah, that way had to come out because it wasn't actually moving the plot on, but it made me laugh, Aww. you know, because I'm stupid, got a stupid sense of humour. But I had to get rid of loads of that, but I did keep Harriet, who does yoga in a bra and tights. Nice. You know, she she stayed. That Julie Walters in the film, is it? <laughs> yeah. 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 So do you do... Um, <laughs> Have you done sort of book signings or anything like that? I have, yeah, I've done a few and I've got two more. I don't know when this is coming out, but I've got one on the... This will probably out uh, end of November, this. Right, so they would have finished by then. Do some more. Do some more, please. But there are signed... If you go to my website, which is www.thesamanthagiles.co.uk, there's a full list of where the signings have been. So all of those bookshops will probably still have copies because I left, I've left i left book plates, signed book plates and so oh, on. Right. Okay, and you yeah. can also request uh, a signed book plate from my website and I'll send it out for free. Oh, wicked. Even oh, to God. Ireland. Even, <laughs> even to Ireland. The wow. £1.96 <laughs> that it costs Jeez. to send yeah. a tiny little book plate to Ireland. Yeah. Because it's tough writing, isn't it? It is, it is really hard work. Yeah. You know, especially if you're a mum. Your kids are a lot younger than mine as well, so you've got that to deal with as well. And your husband as well. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a big thing. <laughs> it's, it's, it's probably hardest, isn't it? It's the fact that there's no... You know, when you, it's the first few years and everything, there's no real financial remuneration, is there? You're not getting... No. You don't really make any money at all. I mean, that's not why you go into it, obviously. But, no. you know, it is, it is tough because you think... You know, I'm not making any. I can't make a living from. And that's probably yeah. similar to J.K. Rowling, isn't it? Which is probably a similarity as far as the supernatural sort of books. She wouldn't have been yeah. earning anything to start with. No, that's true. That's true. And look at look at her. It's amazing now. Yeah. But I tell you what, I did notice yesterday, which I wanted to point out, I was in Sainsbury's. There are other supermarkets available. Yeah. And um, <laughs> Aldi, Little. <laughs> and yeah. I looked at the kids' books in the shop, and do you know, every single one of them, apart from two, were by men. And I thought, oh, really? hang on a wow. minute. So there was yeah. J.K. Rowling and Liz Pichon. I'm not sure how you say her name. Yeah. Pichon. And they were the only two female ones. The rest of them, there were about another five or six, and they were all men. And I thought, hey, come on. Hey, That's weird, on. isn't it? Come on. Get I've by never even thought about that. Yeah. Just a little look, because I said, let's go down and look at the children's books, knowing that mine won't be there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it will be. Uh, one we day, could stand outside day. all the shops with placards saying, yes. buy Sam Giles today. <laughs> That's it. Causing riots. You know, like the what's it protest, the environmental protesters on the motorway. We'll we'll oh, block the M62 yeah. unless people they, buy your book. They've That's been the in one. trouble. I think it might yeah. it might have the opposite effect though. That's the only thing. Well, well, yeah, possibly. What's that process then between you writing the book and I suppose you've got an agent? Have you got an agent? Do you have to get an agent and so to get it on those shelves? I think you do need a literary agent really because they're they're the ones that that sell that, that try and get a publisher for you yeah. and then the whole publishing thing you've got kind of levels of grades of publisher if you like and you've got the huge big publishers and then you've got more independent ones and you've got the very small publishers and if you are with a smaller publisher which i am with then they don't have that clout you know the bookshops don't necessarily yeah. automatically take their books yeah. the supermarkets yeah. don't you know all the big big publishers but you get a personal relationship with them maybe though yeah it's, you do you do get that and yeah. you know and i've had a really great editor and um you know actually she's she's just about to leave the company which is a real shame right. so you know uh that's quite sad because i'd really like her to still edit the, the third book yeah that'd be different won't yeah going for another editor yeah because yeah, right. that's important right. that they understand your characters and your work and what your yeah. meaning is you know your intention and everything and how the characters sound 
because I know when it was copy edited, the very final stage is where they get a copy edited to, to sort of read through it. Uh-huh. And she's someone that I'd never met. And I kind of got the hump a bit, really, because she, she kept trying to change things that were mm. um, sp- people's speech. And it was like, because they've got an accent, that's, that's why they speak like that. So I'm not changing that word because that character's got a Manchester accent or that character's yeah. got yeah. a Scottish accent. So she doesn't say no bother, she says near bother. Yeah, you know, yeah. so yeah. that cannot be changed, and so that that's frustrating. Yeah, bring, yeah you bring in it's alive. It's got to be truthful, isn't it? You, yeah, you, yeah. You see your characters; they've got, they've got to speak properly. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah, well, it's, it looks like it's going to happen, and I, I have a psychic feeling you've been making the film in about two years. Oh, yes. <laughs> two and a half years. Oh, do you know what? It's yes. funny because I woke up in bed. It was a it was a month or so ago. I don't know, a couple months ago. And you know when you when you've been told something, you know, like say I said to you, this this room is blue. Yeah. You go, yeah, no, it's blue. Yeah, it's blue. Yeah. Um, so I woke up and I went, oh, okay. And it was like somebody just said to me, they're going to be made, they're going to be made into films, or yeah. they're going to be made into, they will yeah. get made. And it, I had this overwhelming just certainty it's going to happen. And I just laid back down and went to sleep. And I woke up the next morning and I thought, that was weird. So you just have to hold on to that. And that's the hardest bit, isn't it? Keeping yeah. that faith. Yeah, you've got to believe in yourself. When you know, yeah, definitely. You know, and it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Which is, at any point of this industry, whether you're an actor, a writer, a musician, whatever, you've got to believe in yourself and your dreams. Otherwise, you, you're knackered, aren't you? Yeah, really? yeah you might as well out. do something else. And what yeah. you're doing is good. What you're putting out there is, is, is decent material. Yeah. So keep the faith. If Paul's read them and liked them, I'm going with that. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there Paul or go. Liam or Foxy, whatever I'm called, as yes, you know. Yes, Foxy. Yeah, I've got a million one names. <laughs> for, well, Keeps just, changing out. I don't know who he is. Don't tell the tax man. <laughs> um, so, um, so we had some of keeping the faith. Um, you, Sam, are a white witch, uh, pagan. Yeah, I'd yeah. probably call myself a follower of Wicca, right. I suppose. Not Alan. <laughs> and Alan Wicker. Yeah. Around oh, the world. Yeah. Quite, quite happy to go around the world, actually. Oh, yeah. Good, There's another yeah. show. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, let's see if we can make that one happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I suppose, I, you know, so Wicker, basically, it's a form of paganism. It's like where you are celebrating the natural cycles of the, the, the of nature, of the earth, of the seasons. So we've just had Halloween, which we call Samhain. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of the the year that's like new year and you know new mm-hmm. year's eve really for for wick for wiccans mm-hmm. so you're it's the very last harvest that you're celebrating and you're looking toward like the the darkness <clears throat> coming the winter setting in and everything kind of going to sleep but that has to happen in order to re-emerge you know yeah so oh, it's okay. it's quite a spiritual time of year you know it's also when obviously the veil is it's thinnest you know between life and the afterlife if yeah. you like so that's when you honor your ancestors and when you can really make contact you know more easily with that's funny because my, my wife did that the other day and i didn't really know about day of the dead oh pa- yeah apart yeah. from the film so she got all the pictures out downstairs yeah. put it on the table and lit a candle and we, we have tea with all our dead family in front of us people might think that's mad but i thought it was really quite no, nice it's lovely isn't it because it yeah. is it's it's honoring their memory and it's you know it, it's a celebration isn't it yeah, yeah. Yeah, just even in a positive sense like that, it's quite a nice to have a, a time of year when you look back and you kind of think about those people. For us as well, because I lost my dad this year, you lost your mum as well. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of, they're, they're big events, aren't they? 
Yeah. Maybe that's to a certain extent why we're doing this podcast. There is some sort of link to the other side of, mm. on a subconscious level, we're probably both going, we're making a connection. And, and actually, everything about what we've done in the last six weeks has been positive, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Something's kind of clicked with both of us, hasn't it? To kind of just free ourselves up and do this. Yeah. And just go for it. New beginnings. Yeah. Really. So with, with, <clears throat> with the wicker, Sam, when did that kind of connect with you? When did you get interested in it? Oh, when I was about 18 or something. I think it's something within the family, really, because oh, my parents would never call themselves, you know, Wiccans or anything like that. But, yeah. you know, we were brought up doing things very much in nature. We'd always go and collect, you know, blackberries. We'd always go and, collect, you know, go collecting damsons and make things. We'd, yeah. we'd go out at the different changes of the seasons. We'd go and get snowdrops or, you know, in January, February, and then bluebells in April, May. And everything would be marked by some kind of nature thing, yeah. if you like. My mum used to read of palms and she used to see animals with people. She was, she, that's all finished now. And I think it's because... She had that invitation to follow it and to, you know, if you like, from spirit world, and she didn't take it up. She right. didn't want to. So it sort of closed, that door closed. So it's definitely something within our family. And my dad is very hands-on, you know, he makes, he he's, does a lot of carpentry and he makes yeah. a lot of things and he writes. So it's creative. So, he's like so it's all to... those creative things, energies. And so it's just sort of something which has grown and grown for me over the years. Yeah, because I was looking at um, your website and some of the stuff that you put together, um, like spell boxes or... Because I suppose, just to be blatantly honest, when you think about witches or stuff you've read in the past, it would just be kind of like, a, you know, three witches around a cauldron with urine, human hair and toenail clippings <laughs> yeah. going in, you know. And it's, it's... Sounds like a few ex-girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> During my Tinder time. Yeah, and, and you read stuff about them in the past, don't you? James I or that sort of era yeah, where yeah. they tie their hands to the toes and throw them in and if they, if they sank, they were innocent. And, you know, it's a total other area. It's much more positive, isn't it? Much more on oh, yeah. the, you I know, mean, looking at nature and using nature. I mean, witches in the, in the past would have just been really healers or people that you know well the healers really that used herbs and different things to, yes. to cure people yeah. and so on um that that's all you know just wanting to help people i suppose or, or is it if, sort of li- religious control that was making them look yeah. like they're bad and i think even yeah. lots of midwives were accused of being witches you know but in the, in the victorian times if they delivered babies and they died obviously the mortality rate would have been really high yeah. in years gone by yeah. so if they you know, delivered so many dead babies, stillborn babies, they would have been accused of witchcraft. Wow. Yeah. Rather than the fact that, you know, sanitation was so poor and obviously there weren't all these things there to help monitor yeah. people giving birth and so on and so forth. But it's interesting, isn't it, that link and how, as things have turned around, because I was reading about James I writing a book about it and sort of prior to that there'd been 500-plus women killed because they were... You know, someone had denounced them as a witch, usually a male person. But when you look between, read between the lines of it, there's a lot of sort of herbal, which everybody's into herbal medicine. and Everybody you know, now, yeah. So that's quite yeah. a popular thing, whereas yeah. they were sort of damned for it back then. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't know, you know, I just, I just found it quite interesting when I was looking at some of the stuff 
um, and some of the spells and what they involved and the materials they involved. They're mm. just all natural products, oh, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. You know, it's I mean, I, I keep the simple things you can do, like keeping rosemary in a pot outside your front door. That's supposed to be very lucky. Oh, really? You know, and I always use lavender. I make lavender bags at home. That's supposed to help with sleep. I use yeah. a lot of crystals as well, crystal healing, and I use those in in the spells and candles. And really, in a way, a lot of these little kits are self help kits. Yeah. You know, so it's it's taking people through. You know, inviting them to write down how they're feeling or what they want to achieve and what they want to get rid of in the, in their life. Um, like spiritual life coaching. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is really. Yeah. It is like that. But I don't charge hundreds of pounds for it. Oh, yeah. you know, like it's just yeah. such a lovely come for three years. Whatever. Well, exactly yeah. because yeah. I think yeah. there's a lot of con you know con artists out there, aren't there, that are gonna life coach people and this that and the other and I suppose if, if somebody's getting something positive from that that's all that matters but I just think a lot of people that really desperate don't have the money to be able to spend hundreds of pounds on something yeah. which is probably quite you know quite a simple simple things they can do to, to start bring about but change. when you're looking yeah. for some change like you're saying some positivity and you don't know where to go and actually like you say writing things down and just ha- but actually literally having something to do and it all feels good and smells nice and mm. you know and i just a, think that's such a, a lovely it's such a nice idea for a present yeah it sounds it, like i'm trying a, to sell you i'm not i'm just especially just, this <laughs> christmas ladies and gentlemen i've got several no, <laughs> i just looked at it and i thought what a great idea what it's a, a great... focus isn't it it's yeah, a focal it's a focus. point exactly. so really all you're doing it's the power of your thought it gives you something to focus on it's a ritual it it's and that's what it is and it's the belief and that's what people need yeah yeah and that's what makes somewhere to focus that's that was exactly what i was going to say and and if they can focus on something positive rather than negative well you know everyone can be successful and happy if we focus can't we Mm. it's just that getting that focus whatever it is in life really you know if your life feels crap and you're focusing on the crap, it'll continue to be crap. Mm. Or, and it's jumping yeah. outside of it, and that helps you to kind of improve your life. Well, you've got to find be. a way to get around that and, and move on or, or something to transition you to the next step. Yeah. And I think if you can, you know, if you can link into something positive that makes you feel like you're moving forward, or even like Sam said, just writing stuff down sometimes is such, such a good move. Yeah, definitely. So do you think Sam... With mental health. Yeah, of course it is, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So do you like Sam, obviously, because obviously as, as, as a series, they've gone, we've gone in all directions with this, haven't we? So mm. with you being a white witch, do you ever feel like you've got um, guides or angels or an, anything that have helped you on this journey or process or any kind of things that Well, I think we've all, we've all got guides. I mean, I, don't, I think people are in tune with them to varying degrees, aren't they? And I mean, I've never seen my guide you know whoever they are Mm. i think you just i just feel instinctively uh, i I get a feeling about things you know like i need to do this or i mustn't do that i get feelings about people you know i like that person i don't like that person it's more about their energy i suppose do you like me sam i do do (laughs) don't even go there gina no i like both of your energy i wouldn't you know obviously but yeah i do i do get those strong feelings about people i always yeah. think most people do but maybe they don't trust your gut yeah I, th- I think every now and again i get a bit of an unsure feeling about somebody and i can be proved wrong mm. but i think if i get that certain people you go oh my god you connect with them straight away mm. and you know you're always going to get on with them 
then every now and again you get a real dark energy that mm. you just feel yeah. you almost feel sick that's like something like Amateurville Horror or something and the house make them sick because of ghosts and spirits mm. some people can literally make you want to vomit they're rare but you, you do get them and you just have yeah, to cut them true. out of your life. just a bit dark. Some people yeah. come across quite a little bit dark. Yeah, they, they do. Yeah. But, but like anybody, you know, and I know when people listen to these things, they might think, oh, God, she sounds like she's got everything sorted. But I'm, I'm like anybody else. You know, you have those moments where you think... I don't know what to do next with my life. I feel really lonely. I feel really depressed. I don't know. I don't know where I should be going. Please let somebody send me a somebody send me a job. You know, I don't want to be in this situation. You know, so there are times when I really do feel lost and alone. But I think that is the human experience, don't you? Yeah, of course. It yeah, is. definitely. You can't. Anyone who involved in positive thinking or spirituality or whatever else, we're, we're, we're different. We're all different from day to day, aren't we? Mm. You know, I like to stay positive, but I get some days where I'm right. I haven't got a clue, a bit depressed, so I'm thinking what we're doing today, you know. Mm. But then you, I think if you practice positive thinking, spirituality, whatever it might be, you just have to go, right, I just need to reconnect with it again. And I think mm. it's a tool for your life rather than thinking that you're going to be Mr. Mr. or Mrs. Happy Clappy every day and yeah. it's not yeah. like that, is it? Yeah, No, life isn't like that, is it? It doesn't matter what job you do or who you are, you can have up and down days. Yeah. You know. Nothing's perfect. You do nothing. that. I, I suppose I naively thought that when I was younger, when you look at people that you kind of, you know, idolise or you think look great on TV or whatever, and you think, oh, they've got everything going for them. Mm. No, it's worse now, isn't it, because of Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. <gasps> because oh, kids now, pressure. everyone's having a great life. You know for a fact, when you see some of these people, that in reality, mm. their, their lives at home ain't what they're portraying. Mm. You That's know. what you have to remember. Most social media platforms, people are only going to put their greatest the pictures they've touched up or the great <laughs> things that have happened to them. They're not yeah. going to put, you know, like, I, I mean, I do go on there sometimes and have a little moan about things because I think well, this is my, this is real life, you know. I'm not going to put fantastic oh, yeah. photos up all the time because that's yeah. not real. Who wants to see that? It gets on your pitch. I think if people looked at mine and Jojo's Facebook page, they'd think we're basically sat holding the dog 24 hours a day, seven days a week, <laughs> yeah. or getting dressed up like a lunatic. Yeah. Or watching a box um, set with the dog. Or a box set with the dog. <laughs> Never in work. Them. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, and then obviously it's like you have all the good things on something like Facebook or on, on Twitter. Everybody's angry every five minutes and oh, shouting and screaming Twitter's about something. Horrible, isn't it? Yeah, I think they need to kind of. Obviously, we'll be advertising the show, the show on that particular forum. <laughs> but uh, this is this is a happy clappy show, everybody. Yay. Everybody's happy here. We have ghosts and UFOs and white witches, and it's really good. It's, in fact, I feel fabulous today. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah, people moan on Twitter. I did have to laugh to myself because I looked up the witches, Roald Dahl. We've all seen it. It's great, isn't it? The film. I've not seen um, the new one. I saw the old one years ago. And, the, and I was looking at the vital signs to for a witch. And it says, <laughs> they always wear gloves. Want to marry you on the first date. She's not got any gloves on. <laughs> no, no gloves. <laughs> I haven't got any gloves on. No. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're as bold as a boiled egg. <laughs> really? I tell you, I've got more hair than probably all of us put got, together. She's got very Ridiculous. thick hair, believe me. Um, their eyes change colour. No. No, wish they did. Uh, they have no toes. She's got socks on. Looks like there's toes there. And yeah. last but not least, blue spit. Blue spit? Oh, that's disgusting. Well, you're a good witch. Yeah, that's well, they were bad. Well, do you know what? There's not really, really, in Wicca, the, the rule is harm ye none and anything that you do that is bad or negative will come back on you threefold so ah. it's a no-brainer you don't do 
bad yeah. spells or horrible things. Like karma, really. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is, because it's yeah. just going to come back on you. So it's all about being, for, do I need to do this? Is this for the greater good? Is this going to harm anybody? No, okay. Is this for my greater good and those people around me? Yes, so I can do this. That just kind of encompasses the be kind, doesn't it? You know? Yeah. Spread kindness. Yeah. Do to others like you want yeah, done to yeah. yourself type yeah. thing. I mean, in, in the, the new, the last book of the trilogy that I'm writing, I do go into a lot more about kind of more the traditional things with witches. So I look at a lot of kind of the, the herbing, the herbal herbal healing remedies. I look at some of the things like um, you can't drown a witch, you know, witches always float. Yeah. Witches can't wear aquamarine. <laughs> you know, there's things like that that yeah. I go into sort of more oldie-woldie because I yeah. think it's quite fun. Uh, so I, I sort of address all that with it because the, the third book is kind of set in King Arthur's time in Camelot and everything. So I'm looking at Morgan the Fay, who was the witch around then and stuff. So I'm going to watch it now, actually, the film. <laughs> I'd happily finish this now and sit down in front of the telly. And, yeah, and, and watch it. There yeah. needs to be a good one because you know a good. Well, you're gonna have a part kids. in it, so. Oh, I'll be in it. Oh, fabulous! I haven't worked out who you can play yet, but oh. perhaps I could carry the cauldron or something. Yeah, you could. I think you'd make a good Uncle Vic, but we might have to put some padding on you. Well, <laughs> if I don't work much in the next twelve months, well, I won't need, need the padding. <laughs> don't worry. And can you make your eyes go funny? Because he's slightly cross-eyed. Yes, he can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you might be able he's, to put. You might he's be doing get, it now. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody can you see, see that, guys. It. It's brilliant. <laughs> you, know, you can get those things that go kind in of. your eyes to change your colour. You must get one. Well, that make your hair look cross-eyed, couldn't you? I could do that better than me. Him? Yeah, you can play a Vic. I can play Uncle Vic. I think I you'd be good because he is from Manchester. Is he? Yeah. Oh. So he's got Sold exactly you've got the right the accent. So oh, that's I good. Think, I think that would work quite well. That's all right. We'll go to that cool. Museum of Witchcraft in Boscastle, is it? And oh, yes, that? it is. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I've never been, but it's we should brilliant. go. And, yeah, I've uh, been. Yeah. Is it? Mm. We should go have We're a look. We're coming out every day. I mean, last week, because I was never going out, last week, I was out every night of the week. Either with Jojo or you going to events and comedy nights and getting getting involved in podcast world. It's like oh, suddenly life's coming back, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it feels good actually. Yeah, thank goodness. You Does know, it's funny, good. going back to something you were saying before, which just occurred to me, was about the seasons and um, Halloween, etc., etc. And we've just had COP26, you know, about mm. the environment, etc., etc. Mm. But a lot of global warming obviously has been caused by food and harvesting and, and travelling that food. If we went back to just eating, consuming via the seasons across the planet, would that not have a massive impact on global yeah, warming? Yeah, I think it would help enormously, don't you? And also, yeah. why do animals, if, if animals are going to abattoirs, why can't they go to local... Why do they have to travel miles from one end of the country to the other to, yeah. be, to be slaughtered? Uh, for you know, butchered and what have you. It, it all used to be local, didn't it? Years yeah. ago, it was local, and, yeah. and I think that's much better. It's much kinder, um, and it just makes more sense. There just wasn't as much stuff sprayed on the yeah. crops either, was there? No. And what we're we consuming, you know, if people's weight and stuff going up and down. There's a million and one reasons to talk about it, but maybe if you're eating, you know, strawberries and tomatoes and lettuce in the summer, that's what your body needs, mm-hmm. and in the winter you're having your root vegetables and and everything else and mm. maybe there's more balance to it i don't know maybe you should write a book about this yeah like, yeah yeah maybe we're yeah. not crossing as many foods that is probably bad for you as well is to eat certain you know different things together because that's the energies isn't it the energies of the world are all connected to this and probably everything we're talking about it's all all interconnected 
Yeah, well, it would make sense that you know whatever you can grow in this country at whatever time of year is probably what you need to be eating. It just makes sense, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? It doesn't totally it? makes sense. Yeah, when it's coming dark, your bodies want to process certain foods at that time yeah. and everything else. Where the minute mine's processing um, <laughs> Merlot. <laughs> <laughs> Very much. You need to live in France. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Oh, every night. No. It's very well, good for you, a glass of wine. How about a bottle? <laughs> red, red especially. Yeah, yeah, it is good, isn't it? Yeah. Red wine, antioxidants, isn't it? and all that stuff. Actually, we don't have more. We don't have a bottle every night. I sense to have a gin and tonic. Mine's dark but, chocolate. Oh, I, I just oh, love any chocolate. Unfortunately, I just love sweet things. I've got a terribly sweet tooth. So. Oh, loving all that. Yeah. So I'm just thinking about what I mean. Our other subjects is like when we've gone into UFOs and ghosts and, and and all that sort of thing and from like what your view of this sort of thing might be. The thing we're coming across a lot of the time is this this all interconnected. The, the, the spaceships or lights in the sky and I've, I mean, as I've said the day before, I saw UFO in 1998 in Manchester, 100 foot long, gunmetal grave, 150 foot above my head and I've seen other images of the thing that I saw since. Didn't have a uh, a phone camera at the time is a long time ago didn't have the ability to, to take a picture of it but do you think it's all connected do you think there's some sort of paranormal thing that's kind of going on around us and i do think it's all connected and i don't think we'll ever know properly because i mean did you read that thing recently they think they're talking about other solar systems or other other planets right. kind of, that they haven't yet discovered i think I d- i'm not quite sure that are within our galaxy sort of thing invisible I'm, sort of thing i'm not quite sure whether it's in our galaxy or beyond yeah. or whatever, but I can mm. remember years ago, and I wouldn't recommend ever doing the Ouija board. I think it's very, very, very yeah, dangerous, yeah. actually. Yeah. But I do, I did go through a phase where I was doing it a, a lot on my own oh, um, wow. as, a, as a teenager. I think yeah. it's one of those teenage things. Mm. But I remember having this whole conversation with somebody about the fact that there was another planet with people like us living, uh, you know, Parallel thinking universe. that they were the only planet with human wow. life on. Wow. And and this was so this would have been I'm fifty now, so this would have been thirty five years ago. Yeah. And I can't remember what they said this planet was called or anything, but it was definitely, definitely another planet. And I just remember remembered thinking about that when I recently read that people, you know, they've discovered something that they can see that they think yeah. is another it's just on a different it's wavelength another, another I don't know whether it's another galaxy or another whatever it is it's like yeah. I'm saying we, we can't see mobile all. phone uh, technology you know the, everything that's in the in the air signals and stuff mm. like that There's, we only see what we see because of the the light that we see the blue in this room isn't really blue it's it's yeah. it's it is, it is the way we interpret it so is it not you're freaking me out no. now. <laughs> in fact, the way you see blue might be different than the way I see blue. It, 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 yeah, it, well, it could be. That's it. And you're a dirty blue and I'm a red. Well, that's another story. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, okay. Uh, and Sam's another red. I'm a different red. A yeah. different red, yeah. We're in different shades of red. So I'm um, still going to kick off it now. But going back to, can I quickly go back to um, some of the spells? Oh, yeah. And how you put those together and for what, you know, for different. Could it be for somebody who's who's lost somebody or who's gone through a romantic breakup mm. or Yeah, so there's one that I there's quite new actually to the to the collection. Um, and <laughs> and uh, I called it a spell to help mend a broken heart because yes, it is for people that are suffering you know, going through grief, yeah. you lost somebody. But there's also that grief that you feel when you've broken up with 
somebody yeah. as well. Yeah. So yeah, that can feel like you've had your so insides pulled out, can't it? It ticks both boxes kind of thing. And again, that is really, you know, you've got a crystal in there that's going to help, that, that's sort of specifically for the heart chakra. So when, you, when you're looking at your heart chakra, you're looking at either pink or green. Mm-hmm. So I've got a green crystal in there, Amazonite. Um, which is quite a gentle healing crystal. There's also, um, it, it gives you quite a lot of um, self-helpy type stuff to that particular spell. So you've got paper in there and you've got, you're, you're sort of asked to write down at various points how you're feeling now and how you're feeling in so many weeks and how you're feeling at this point and mm-hmm. so on. Yeah. And there's also, which sounds bizarre, but there's also um, a Hawthorne tea bag in the kit as well because hawthorn tea is supposed to ease heartbreak and grief oh didn't know that i like a herbal tea bag it's supposed to be very soothing and um and i sort of say if you like this then get you know get yourself some more kind of thing yeah there's a little instruction thing on how you make the tea oh right so you write out what so what I put the, the instructions, yeah. yeah. So it's okay. all all a kit comes in a little bag, and within that is the scroll, the spell scroll, which has got all the instructions on it of what you need to do with each yeah. thing and how you and what phase of the moon, because that's very important. If you are looking to um, get rid of something from your life, you need to do it on a waning moon, which is after a full moon but before a new moon. And if right. you are looking to bring something towards you, you want a waxing moon, which is just when you're just so it's after a new moon, but before the moon is full. So it's waxing, it's moving towards full. And then obviously full moons are times when you do spells for extra power. So you might do your love spell on a full moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, new moons are for when you want something new in your life, like maybe you want to look for a new job or you know, you're looking for new opportunities or something so like that. So you could do a spell for all sorts of different things, I guess. It's not just because I was just thinking sort of romance or grieving or... But I guess there's a whole range... Don't tell me you're Alex, you're looking for romance, Let's <laughs> <you know? laughs> sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> but you can have... I don't know what's what's on the list of so, what. So we've got so the, I do like these little uh, ones called new moon wishes. So on a new moon, so part of it's lighting a candle and you get a, an angel card and a crystal and everything. So I do like new moon wish for confidence and for ah. courage and for opportunity, um, for healing. So lots of different ones because obviously, so it's all about empowering you to feel yeah, I guess more courageous, more, more self-confident. Yeah, I do of, yeah. a little stress buster kit, which helps people. Should you be know. going down a storm at the minute after the last two years people have had. Yeah, you know, that's, like, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you know. after lockdown, you know, it's yeah. quite positive. You did because Sam did. I can't remember it was for now. One of my friends, he did a kit. Oh, for change them. your luck, wasn't it? Yeah. Change your luck charm, I think, Jojo. It was it for Canberra, but I remember it was everything changed. She started, oh, really? she started getting everything. Yeah, completely you see, changed. sometimes wow. it's just having that kit, even before you even use it, it just changes something in your mind, doesn't it? it changes your mindset, and you go, yeah. "Okay, everything's going to be fine because I've got this yeah. now." And so it's the fact that you think that and you trust that and you believe that—that's the change. Yeah, I know. I I used to live my life by the fact that I was a Gemini. Now I, I kind of believe in my character traits a little bit. Um, but I used to read the star signs every day, and it controlled my life. I've not read the star signs for about twenty years now. I've not yeah, lost it, out from really it. Yeah, it's really interesting because it does. It does. It's whatever you choose to live your life by, isn't it? And yeah. that can be a negative. Because if you read a good horoscope, you think I'm going to have a good day. If you read a bad horoscope, you think I'm going to have a bad day, and therefore it becomes your truth for that day. Yeah. yeah. 
I think there's something else in actually writing something out and doing something though because it's making you actually physically do something isn't it so yeah. you're kind of moving on rather than sat there reading on your phone constantly yeah I quite like that idea yeah and, and like you say it mentally enough, sort of you know nudges you along I think the world's in a funny place as well I mean I don't know about you but most mornings I know it's my wife I, I pick my phone up I'll scroll through the news just on oh, you know no, yeah. and it's all crap it's so it's it feels like the media you know new news media certainly the red top level are um just trying to keep us feeling really a bit crap and th- that there's no hope in the world and something's happened here and something's happened there did it there's very very i mean when i was a kid i'd watch news at 10 with alistair burner however it was and um at the end, they'd be go, and finally, and there'd always be an uplifting story. And I'm not watching the news at 10 for years, but I don't think they do it. And if they do, it's not regular. There's just such a lack yeah. of it. We the need some happy news. The cat stuck in the tree. The cat that's stuck in the tree. <laughs> yeah. Or what's Gina doing today? You know, just you going to the vets to get Sat in. Sat looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> but we need, it's like we need this more and more in our lives just to give us a lift. Yeah, I, I think so. And there are those positive stories out there. It's just... You know, it's easier to control people with gloom and doom, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Again, especially after the last two years, you know, because... Keeps them contained, doesn't it? Keeps people sort of sluggish and contained. Yeah, because it it has been hard for everyone to get out of this two-year slump, hasn't it? Yeah, I think so. Just to reintegrate back into society with other people. But we need to chat to other people and see people... Actually, just talking on the phone or over I Zoom think, or yeah. whatever is it's, it's about not living your life in fear, isn't it? Yeah. And I think that's a big thing. I think this whole two years has made people very, very fearful of life, and and we're never going to be risk free. No. You can you know do risk assessments mm. in anything, but there's always going to be an element of risk, and you have to make that decision, don't you? Do I want to live my life in fear, or am I going to? live my life and, yeah. and I, I think fear is so debilitating yeah. and it's easy for me to say I'm not I'm not um you know dealing with a, a, a d- terribly reduced immune system which some people yeah. are but yeah. I, I still think I mean my parents are in their late 70s and they are they still want to go and do things they they want to they want to live their lives they're not afraid of living their life you know my mum's yeah. attitude is well I could get run over tomorrow I could catch something tomorrow i could catch yeah. flu i could do this i could do that so let's just live while we can just get on with it i mean my, my dad so we lost him this year but when i was i was younger he was he, he wanted he should have been a singer he was brilliant you know he was going to do this he was going to do that but then he, he'd said he'd seen this psychic in ireland when he was 15 said he was going to be very very rich when he was old and he just stuck that in his head that he was going to be very very rich when he was old it's just like oh it'll happen one day but didn't really believe it. It was just like it was kind of an excuse for him not to push himself, or you know. And he was fearful of of taking any risk or doing anything, and then being lonely on his own in the house and not doing anything, you know. Which has made me. And, and then he was now he's dead. I mean, I'm not putting a downer on <laughs> everybody, but you know that's why you know I I don't I'm an actor now because I thought I don't want to be negative with me. If I wanted to go do that, I'd do it. And with you, Sam, you're an actor as well. You're an actor as well, Gina. It's yeah. it's a, it's, a, it's an industry where you have to believe in yourself and you have to spend your entire life taking risks well, you can't live and your moving life forward. With a sense of entitlement that something's going no. to come to you at some point. No. You've got to get out there and... Well, a lot of positive I... thinking things do that, don't they? They say, yeah. positive thinking, see yourself driving that Jag. Well, all well and good, but you're not going to just... It's that focus of seeing yourself in that Jag. You've got to put all the building blocks together yeah, to be able to do it. you've got to step towards it. You can't yeah. just go, right, it's going to happen. You have to actually make try and make that happen as well. 
But I agree with Sam that if you, you know, you become contained, like we have been over the last 18 months, two years, it then leads to other things like anxiety and depression and, you know. And drinking. Yeah. Pat me on the mail. Drink, yeah. drugs, all sorts of things, yeah. It's just, uh, so if you can manage to sort of drag yourself in the other direction or find some means to transport you into a more positive zone. But actually just seeing people again, like you say, mm. and keeping in contact with people. I feel like I'm some sort of care line agony amp now where are we going with this where have we got to I also think we're so hard on ourselves aren't we you think oh I'm overeating I'm drinking too much this week okay you know chill you know sometimes we we go through that don't you sometimes you think well I I can't stop stuffing my face I'm just going to have to go for it for the moment and in in a week or two it'll calm down and we'll reassess it can even be months can't it you know what I mean we're at this time of year now where we are in you know, oh yeah, say, it's like yeah. the you know we've been the shots bought a box of celebrations, celebrations before Christmas. I do it every year. Making stews. Foxy <laughs> yeah. can do that. He's going to play Uncle Vic. Yeah. Oh yes, hey. yes. Oh come, on, let's get filming it quick. Come on, let, I want to be in it. Come on, Lammy. <laughs> I'll find a part for you as well. I yeah. didn't know you were an actor. I'm so genius. It'll be funny. Can I'll be a part for you. Is it now? Now it's set. The book is a. The book set in Liverpool. I can't remember. It's now, set in Liverpool yeah. and Manchester. Yeah, yeah, the first ones both. Yeah. I'm looking yeah. forward to this. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be. So amazing. you got you got Frances is Scottish, so she's definitely. But the other characters yeah. are Uncle Vic's definitely Mank. Yeah. Mister Fogarty is he could be anything, but he's he's tall and skinny yeah. really. So. So have um, you looked at turning this into a film then? Well, in my head, I've, I've you know, because I've... Many when things I was, have happened in Sam's head. Uh, they have. <laughs> Which become reality. Yeah, you never yeah. know. When I, write, when I write, I see it as a film. Yeah, know, we need a production yeah. company out there to tech this up. I it'll happen. Sound of this. I'm it'll doing happen. a film at the minute. I know mine's going to get made. Yeah. When, you, when you've got a passion about summer, especially if you do write anything, you write certain things and go, oh, I'd like this to happen. But other things, like Sam said before, you know... You know, you know it's going to happen. Well, I'm not going to just bull you up because you're my mate, but when I read the first 25 pages of your film, I thought they were brilliant. It is One brilliant, of the best yeah. things. I've, yeah, I've, brilliant. I've read the... TV f- series. Yeah, yeah, the TV, which yeah. I thought was staggering. Well, lots of people said how brilliant yeah, it was. Yeah, definitely. And, but it's so tough, isn't it? And then, like you were saying before, yeah. Sam, you've got to keep that faith in these things. For us... It's writing or acting for anybody listening. It might be working in the city or being a nurse or whatever yeah. it is. Keep the faith. Mm. And do it. And don't let, you know, if you've got like a negative partner or stuff, I'm lucky that I haven't, you know what I mean? It's mm. kind of yeah. surrounding yourself with, with, the, with the right people. I've, I've kind of got rid of negative friends, actually, which is which is good over the years. Just those, mm. neg- you know, frenemies. Yeah, 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 horrible. You know, you just think, I don't I don't need that, actually. And mm-hmm. I, after lockdown, that's become even more the case. One or two people I, I just don't see anymore. And there's nothing particularly wrong with them, but there was always there was always a bit of a, a negative side to what they wanted to Let say. And go. I thought, let's mm-hmm. off you go. Drop them off. You know, I'll surround myself <laughs> with some other... But other nice people have then dropped in. You know, new people, you go, yeah. they're amazing, aren't they? And well, that's it. If you don't make the space for the new, you've got to get rid of the old to make space yes. for the new. Definitely. Which goes back to Wicca. Yes. Really, so the whole yes. same thing. Cycle, circle of life and everything, yeah. Well, this has been brilliant, Sam, I think. I've not got any more questions, but we'll get Sam back again uh, in, in the next season. Definitely. Every oh, spring special. Yes. Actually. And if you do your, um, your haunting stuff, you know, we've got to go to that place that I used to live in, in Liverpool. Oh, where, yeah. Uh, the actor, Andrew Lansford, yeah, yeah, yeah. owns it. Yeah, that house. Let's was, do that. Very kind of 
wanted you. Oh, we're doing the ABA, or maybe before Christmas, I don't know. Mm. Would you come with us on that, oh, Sam? I'd love to, oh. because the, when I left that place, the ghost had come back. I had to go back to put something in the garden or something, wow. and it was, he was well, back. He's just on the top floor. We'll bring our paranormal investigator, Bo, because... You know, we've known about Sam today, but she will love Bo, won't she? Yeah. She will get on with Bo. Everybody like loves that. Bo. Bo is incredible. She's just, she's, she's just amazing. So before we go, a reminder, where can the listeners get your spell kits from? So the website, you get everything's in one place on the website, www.thesamanthagiles.co.uk. So that's spells, books. Books, that, and info about the acting, everything, yeah. Brilliant, fabulous. Well, Sam Giles, you've been amazing. Yes, thank and, you uh, very much. Oh, that was great. We'll be back next week with another episode oh. of Instant Known UK with Foxy and the... Lamb! Au revoir. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.